0: Why Believe in God? We welcome you to another brief study of God's Word brought to you by the Church of Christ that meets at Ben. More information and contact information can be found at BenChurchofChrist.org. It is most likely that you are a believer in God. Perhaps there are some questions or items of curiosity, or perhaps your belief is of no concern. The world is filled with information and misinformation in attempts to disprove that there is a God. Evolution is pretty much taught as factual that humans evolved from non-life forms. Science reports that the earth was created from a massive explosion millions, if not billions of years ago, order coming from chaos. While looking at some of these would be worthwhile, we want to consider another perspective this morning. With a concept that things just happened, without a plan, without any order, without any source of power or any source of a creator, with that concept in mind, let's consider just a few things about the world in which we live, like the human eye. The human eye is one of the many complex sense organs that enables us to receive and perceive visual imagery. The anatomy of the human eye itself is not extremely complex, consisting of a cornea, iris, lens, retina, and optic nerve, to name just a few of the components. Light passes through the cornea, which is the clear front layer of the eye, its dome shape bends the light to help the eye focus. The pupil is the opening whose size is controlled by the iris. The iris is the colored part of the eye. The iris allows just the right amount of light to enter in order for the eye to, well, work. The light, having entered the cornea, pass through the iris into the pupil which then goes to the back of the eye and hits the retina. The retina is the light-sensitive layer of tissue located on the rear portion of the eye. Here, photoreceptors turn the light into electrical signals. The optic nerve then carries these signals to the brain, where the real work takes place and images are created from those signals. There are rods and cones lining this area of the eye, the retina. There are approximately 91 million rods and four and a half million cones. Rods work in lower light levels, cones in higher light levels. We've just touched the surface of the human eye. And oh, by the way, there's this little thing called the tear duct a necessary component that protects the surface as well as lubricates the surface of the eye. And then there are the eyelashes, the eyelid. There's this concept of blinking. Did you know we can blink up to five times a second? And the blink muscles do not tire even though they work continuously while we are awake blinking an estimated 4 million times in a span of one year. The human eye created or evolved? If you wear glasses or contacts or have glaucoma or cataracts or dry eyes or you work in a dusty environment, you readily know just how sensitive this visual receptor, the eye, is. We have two of them, which enables perception of depth, and you realize this when you lose the use of one, whether temporarily or on a more permanent basis. We can focus on 50 different objects in one second. We have the focal area that is immediately in front of us where we are looking, but we also have this little thing called peripheral vision that, interestingly enough, gets more out of focus the more to the peripheral we get. You likely have never considered this much about the human eye, and we've only just touched a fragment of the human eye. It truly is fascinating. Converting images into signals that the brain converts back into images? It is reasonable to say this entire concept just evolved, <laughs> or, or is it, when one tiny little thing goes wrong and it throws it all out of whack. Now, think about eyes of other creatures. Eyes of fish, eyes of birds, different environments. An eagle can see a field mouse in grass a quarter of a mile away. That's four football fields. The human eye is said to see the light from a single candle in a dark environment from over a mile away. That's the human eye. What about DNA, our genetic Makeup, that double helix, if you put all of your DNA molecules into end N, end, it would reach from the Earth to the Sun and back over 600 times. That's 92 million miles each way. And that's our DNA that resides in each of us. Speaking of which, let's look at the universe. You might recall talking about our galaxy. The Milky Way, this is one of the galaxies. And scientists say their a galaxy probably contains 100 to 400 billion stars. That's a pretty wide range, 100 billion to 400 billion, but we can't narrow it down more than that. And our galaxy is 100,000 light years across. That sounds huge. <laughs> well, it is especially at least when we start comparing it to other galaxies. Our neighboring Andromeda galaxy, for example, is some 220,000 light years away. A light year? The distance that light travels in one year, that's six trillion miles. I'm having trouble comprehending all of this. Maybe maybe you're not. Scientists estimate that the observable observable universe, the part that we can see with the human eye, is around 93 billion light years across. The whole universe is at least 250 times as large as what we can observe. And in the recent news, there are now more than 5,000 confirmed planets beyond our solar system, according to NASA. The news reports noted that if you step outside the little bubble that we live in, there could be upward to 200 billion planets. But Back here on planet Earth, let's talk about our favorite place in this large heap of stars, planets, supernovas, and such, Earth. Modern science has discovered how precise and finely tuned the universe is in order for it to be able to inhabit life. There are more than 30 physical and cosmological parameters that require precise calibration in order to, perver- to produce a universe that can sustain life. Physicist Robin Collins says, gravity is fine-tuned to one part in a hundred million, billion, 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 billion. billion. Think of the odds that would be required for a random act of chance just to hit this perfect gravity that will sustain life. Chance. This physicist says that the possibility leads us to the odds of 1 in 1,052. That one is, let's try that again. That's 1 to the 10 to the 52nd power. We'll get there. That is 10 with 52 zeros after it. The Earth's tilt is perfectly fine-tuned. Any degree off of the current tilt, a portion of a degree off, and the Earth would not inhabit life. You have a 1 out of 360 shot that the tilt will be just right. And how about all of the distances that the earth could have exploded away from the sun? The earth is 93 million miles away from the sun. We know that if the earth were a mile closer, it would be too hot. A mile farther, it would be too cold. Think of all of the possibilities of what it could have been versus what it is hundreds of thousands of miles, millions of miles, yet the earth is in just the right spot. And there are more than 28 parameters that are just as mind-boggling. So let's be certain we understand the foundation of how non-believers align their information in some of what we have talked about. Nothing produces everything. Originally, there was nothing in their belief. At some point, nitrogen and hydrogen just appeared in the universe. At some point, there was energy that sparked the nitrogen and hydrogen to explode. And non-life and chaos produces life and order. Nitrogen and hydrogen exploded, creating more complex molecules, which because... uh, the evolution and life-forming cells to be created. However, this is a violation of one of the laws of the universe called the law of biogenesis. This law states that life comes from life. Non-life cannot produce life. Randomness produces fine tuning. Random acts of chance caused life to become more and more complex, giving even time and enough chances. Everything that exists in the universe just somehow found the absolute perfect balance. These are just a few of the things that we're told to consider. In Romans chapter 1, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed unto them. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seeing, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse." Because that, verse number 21, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. The Hebrew writer tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which were seen were not made of things which do appear. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with the God, the Word was, with, was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, John 1, 1 through 5. Without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of man, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehendeth it not." For by him, Colossians 1:16, were all things created that are in heaven, that are in the earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things. The Bible told us that the earth is round, Isaiah 40 and 22, that it floats in space, Job 26, that the stars cannot be counted, in Genesis 22. The hydraulic cycle, the movement of water is spoken in Job chapter 26. And many other things that man discovered years and years later. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis chapter 1, 1 through 31. And his handiwork, the eye, (laughs) the tilt of the earth, gravity, the distance from the sun, these few little things that we have looked at. His creation is evidence of His power. Thank you very much for joining us. We look forward to visiting with you again next week at this time. Until then, we bid you a very pleasant good day.